0: And we are recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your favorite your favorite music talk show with me and him. This is What About with Pat and Andy. What did I say? I'm not Andy. That's it.
1: That was, I'm not that's, Andy and that's not Pat. Yes. That's Fuck what yeah. What well, about Andy
0: and Pat? What about and shitty intros? This is the I'm, weekly <laughs> <laughs> No, you No, you go there you go. There no. you. <laughs> this is the weekly show where we talk about if you're a dude in your 30s and you listen to like emo and hardcore and punk when you were in high school, you're gonna find something you fucking love here. That's what we do. We do it every week. We do it live on Twitch every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I'm gonna try this. I was messing around with uploading it directly after the show, but I've been seeing more success with having a strong, having a concrete schedule on the Twitch. So I was thinking, we're going to have a schedule. I'm going to draw, I'm going to see how, I'm going to do this for a couple weeks. We'll see how it goes. Tuesday nights, you can watch it live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday nights. Watch it live, cause that's the night I usually. That's the night I usually fucking record with Nate. So I won't be <laughs> on here anyway. No, cause I was. I, I've been noticing it with the fucking, like the, the beautiful people out there. You guys, the beautiful people. The b- 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 you guys need. <laughs> you guys need a schedule. You need a reliable time. I can't just be like it's up when it's fucking up. You guys need it. You deserve it. You show us some love. We got to show that love back. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to see how this works Tuesday night. If you can watch it live at 7 p.m. on Sundays or you can catch the replay Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. It's gonna be lit. Pat, how the fuck you doing today, buddy? I've been talking too much. I'm doing fantastic, Andy. Thanks so much for having me back to you.
1: <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> what'd you say i was trying to finish it in the middle of your drink just so you'd be like <laughs> oh no Wait, i what, uh what were you trying to do i'm doing good uh <laughs> <clears throat> <No. laughs> we are oh, we're, fun. we're having fun Not you have been, having, you been no. having a good week I yeah i've been doing pretty good man i i've uh i've got a new uh computer and uh, a new employee, I like to call it, because I, I employ all robots here at mm. uh, Baby Mermaid Productions. And uh, if you enjoy anything that you see here that me and Andy talk about, that same sense of humor is brought to everything at Baby Mermaid, Mermaid Productions. God damn it. If a cop asked me that when I get pulled over, like, hey, what's, uh, what's your production company called? <laughs> I, I immediately it would pull me out of the car. You'd be like, bob, 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 bob around. Uh, no, Baby Mermaid Productions has uh, Falls count Anywhere. We just actually uh, it did an interview with a wrestler that is featured on the PWI Top 500 list. Ooh, and that only has 500. And guess who we interviewed? Do I know him? Number 500.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> and the dad, baby. Uh, <laughs> it was the guy, he was awesome. Uh, he gave us a uh, uh, half hour of his time, and we honestly got a really super awesome interview out of them. So if you like wrestling, if you like, uh, independent wrestling, we also mentioned, uh, other friend of the show, uh, Jake man, Scout Manning. And, uh, so if you like any of that stuff, check out Falls kind anywhere. The new episode's going to be out on, uh, Monday, actually tonight at 12 AM is going to be premiering on baby mermaid productions. So Woo. check that out on YouTube. Hell yeah. So, um, we got a comment in the chat, but before give them a little tease, what are
0: we, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, Andy, uh, I was mentioning friends bands earlier in the chat when we were talking, Uh, we, you know, that's the pre-show. We can't, you know, we don't want to go too much into it. If you're going to catch that, you're going to go to twitch.tv slash Andy Malifarina. If you want to catch that hot fucking McRib talk, we've talked McRib there. We've talked politics. We talk about uh, a ton of shit that we don't talk on here because this is all about nostalgia motherfucker. But we are talking about a friend of mine's band. That I, I say friend of mine because they're more of an I guess acquaintance and that's what you do when they you you are impressed with their work. Uh, Wait, are they gonna watch this video and be like,
0: God damn it, Pac, he's calling us our His yeah, our I don't th- I friend. don't
1: recognize that guy at all. He he looked nothing like that, but I'm pretty sure I saw him <laughs> in Washington D.C. <laughs> 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 but uh, there was a uh, they they were uh, a friend of mine's band uh, that was uh, that reminded me or that was actually. Uh, brought up the memories were brought up by the uh, streetlight Manifesto uh, mm-hmm. album that you we had done prior to this. So if you want to know how we got here uh, to this album and if you want to listen to this album, I do believe I still have it up, uh, the link I can share on the, in the meeting. Actually, again, maybe I'll find out after I tag them in this post of this episode if any of them watch it, if that's cool if I'm sharing that or not because I couldn't find it anywhere online, and I don't know uh, what that means exactly.
0: Well, so two things. One, <laughs> yeah. what Pat just said about, like, why he picked this one, it was a response to the last one I picked, yeah. which the last one I picked was a response to the previous one Pat picked and so on and so forth. So. Right. It actually is. If you go check out um, on this YouTube channel, I have a playlist with all these episodes. If you go back, there's sort of like a loose through line in from episode to episode about like why we uh, talk about the stuff we talk about,
1: and, um, it, all oh, and, and, and <laughs> it all started with 41, by the way. What? It all started with some 41. How we got to that? That at least that through line like that, like uh, of what reminds us of what? I really do like the the fact that we do have that through line of yeah. Eight, from like some 41 to Slipknot to Streetlight Manifesto to to where we are today.
0: Well, and a little tease for a little tease for next week's episode. It's it, mine is a direct my pick is directly based off the fact of like like this album this week. Right. Oh, but the comment in the chat, this was because we, be- we were making Marilyn Manson jokes. This is a funny one. Would you rather bone skinny Marilyn Manson or current chubby Marilyn Manson? I don't even know why that's a question. I would rather bone flat genitalia Marilyn Manson all day over fucking like, <laughs> he just looks like a bloated Nazi right now. <laughs>
1: Well, Andy, I don't know if I was surprised you or not, but I'm into bloated Nazis. Uh, that's <laughs> that's, that's one my most- search categories on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> that's my most searched Pornhub category. Yeah. Bloated <laughs> up there, yeah, xvids. But either way, <laughs> so- uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, definitely, I would go fat because I, I think I like the, the, the flattened or the fattened uh, uh, genitalia more.
0: I just want to hang out with Marilyn Manson to see what he's like – to see, like – because you know when he's got full balls, he's extra weird with his fucking, like, I'm going to tie you up and I'm going to – and then I just – I want to see if, like – I want to see if, like, empty balls, Marilyn Manson is just like, you want to get dominoes and watch, like,
1: The Office? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know how he got more strung out but got fatter as he did it. (laughs) He was, like, super skinny when he wasn't – when he was, like, at his – peak right like he was a like a skinny either way i don't i I personally am not necessarily into either one of them but i think i would go for more pushing for
0: bro it's wild by the way i just thought about this because like i'm not a big Marilyn manson fan but there are a few there are a few songs i like and i do i do respect the whole spectacle of it especially like back in the day when he was big yeah and it's like bro i went back and you look at now like what a controversy would be what a controversy would be over like some shit that went down at the VMAs. Now go back and watch like Malin Manson at the VMAs and you get why like old Republican parents were freaking out. Cause it was wild. And you <laughs> can you, can you imagine just being used to what you're used to then seeing that on TV? And you're like, your head would explode if you see fucking Malin Manson walk out
1: without a dick fucking doing his thing. <laughs> It's the funniest thing because you're like you're and like upside on crosses and like all this other shit and like and just like just it just exuding evil, just like shooting it from his pores. Like it, it was one of those things that like it wasn't. It, it was so funny because then because then you look back if you if you again much like that. It's that's all tied up in he's continuing a fight that the fucking PMRC started like years and years ago against PMRC? like PMRC yeah like it's that's a uh, tipper gore uh, al gore's um, wife at the time she was like it was like super conservative they wanted they're the ones that like invented the fucking i believe they're the ones, the parental advisory stickers
0: yeah which um, ended up helping album sales
1: yeah but it's also one of those things of like that's the thing of uh, of they they want this like they were going after like judas priest and like and stuff like that and you're like oh that's this is you think that's the same thing and like so he's like oh you think you thought that was evil like fucking check this out i do appreciate that the show of that and then especially like somebody like alice cooper we're like he's got a snake on the stage Ah! (laughs) you're like oh but you find out Marilyn manson's inspired by him you're like fuck and it's it's so funny that most of those people that are scared of Marilyn manson probably like alice cooper it's funny too if you go
0: even farther back they're just like elvis he's shaking his hips right and
1: they're like he's satan (laughs) and you're like no this guy like this guy is all but saying i straight up love satan (laughs) yeah i mean um yeah sorry
0: oh no yeah he's also man child made a great point (laughs) remember remember they fucking blamed columbine on marilyn manson because i think i think the kids listened to him or whatever
1: yeah and didn't if i remember correctly he was like that's preposterous blah 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 he like he gets all johnny depp he, every time he, every time he talks i'm like oh, is that johnny depp like he talks like he's dude. actually best friends with johnny depp makes a lot of sense they he, no i objective. forget
0: i forget what it was but they had him on like fucking letterman or something and he was actually making a good point i forget what the fuck it was no he's like he's not just i'll give him credit like he's a you know morally uh uh what's the fucking word i'm looking for morally uh he's a bad person at times (laughs) like in his personal life possibly who knows you know know. but bad person or not he is uh he is uh he fucks (laughs) up no steph's fucking texting me about it oh about marilyn manson oh she yeah no because she uh well, she listened. She used to listen to Manson a bunch. She also likes this band, uh, Jack Off Jill, who one of them dated Manson, and they have, like, a whole thing. And I think one of them claimed Manson assault, sexually assaulted them and all this stuff. Marilyn Manson's not
1: a – he's not a cool dude. All right, So it's not, not, good, not good news. So he's, he's overall – not only did he get a, a rib removed so he could suck his own dick, but he's also a terrible guy.
0: Oh, yeah, she keeps correcting me. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Manson. It was Twiggy. I'm sorry. I don't remember the details of it was, Jack Off Joe rape drama.
1: It was the band Marilyn Manson. Yeah, it was actually Marilyn Monroe. She hasn't died. Oh, my God. She got the time machine, did she? Yeah, Marilyn Monroe
0: didn't die. No, but apparently, yeah, Columbine kids didn't like Manson. People thought they liked Manson, and then they just went to blame Manson. Interesting.
1: Well, either way. The either way yeah lives on uh in and andy and anyway his- my oh, wife geez. my wife
0: is nagging me via facebook messenger while i'm doing my she's show. like get the name of the shooters right <laughs> oh my god you don't know
1: which school shooter marilyn manson inspired you dork she's a big columbine purist so we we gotta we gotta respect that i apologize <laughs> <for> that. <laughs>
0: sorry my wife's a biner. oh geez a big binder <laughs> She's a big binder nerd. He's a binder, bro. <laughs> He's a binder, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have to respect her wishes
0: uh there's a couple of great interviews with him being cordial (laughs) and articulate and schooling the people interviewing him
1: yeah 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 that's cool that's no dude back in the day he does it with weird fucking i uh what is it he's got cool contact lenses in Ooh, he's edgy oh he's got weird eyes and no dick he's the he's he's the devil he's the devil now he just does a lot of coke and drinks now he's my dad
0: (laughs) (laughs) um wait what the fuck else was i gonna say
1: about marilyn um, manson or columbine <laughs> neither. Or, or, or him being very articulate and making good points
0: oh yeah no he's um well no because there's a lot of people out there that do like the crazy the crazy fanfare but then like you think like oh they're just doing that to get to att- get attention and then you actually yep. like hear him in an interview and you're like oh no the dude's actually smart like it's more than just like let's do crazy shit
1: yeah and then and then he like runs out of it and then <laughs> And just kind of like why did he stop making good points like like i don't understand like now now he is like a guy that's like weird uh doug stanhope hangs out with him a ton we're not True. talking about Marilyn manson today by the way oh yeah know. yeah
0: yeah we got her on a real <laughs> real Marilyn manson kick let's talk about so let's talk about what we're actually here to talk that's about the today. album we're
1: here to talk about <laughs> no, and
0: um you were saying before that you might have to give it uh give it out Possibly illegally uh, to all the kiddies out there, but that's because and and I think there's some good context to that. Why we should bring that up? Because, wait, I'm talking in fucking circles. No, no, no. Um, I just, I just got distracted by all the fuck. I, I just can't get Marilyn Manson's "No Dick" out of my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we were we were. It's it's basically because uh, it's it. This is. A band uh, that I am familiar with, uh, again, from back in Florida that I would, I wanted to share, like, to say, like, oh, man, this really reminds me of that band. And I was like, let me try to find them somewhere online. I tried to find them on Apple Music. I try try to find them on Spotify first because that's usually the go-to for a lot of the stuff I listen to. But then even, like, Apple Music and shit. When I put the CD that I originally had to dig out my CD book, Uh, again, the band is called Late for Life uh the album when it comes up when i put the album in the drive and stuff like that actually comes up at l4l so it might have just been categorized and maybe they just i don't know if they want it out there or not that's the thing but like it's a good like you listen to it again aside from some quality issues for sure there's not it's not the best quality recording
0: oh no it sounds
1: it, it, it sounds good right it's a good fuck year, album, right? what year was it this oh fuck uh that actually i don't know off the end.
0: oh but yeah that's the
1: that's the context I would say that I, early 2000s because i was a i was a young a young man
0: that's the context for everyone listening that uh was important that this album was actually like i th- it might be like a demo or something
1: yeah yeah it was it was it most likely was like it, hold on actually i think i have it here
0: i'm just i just want to throw that uh, out there in case anyone tries it, to actually like find it and stuff
1: Printed on like a like a like a cdr like a, yeah cdr and it's like the regular i, I can't know Tell, see, late for life. That's all the info and everything. That's what I have. And like the 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 cover I have is is like a black and white like Xerox cover of a fucking of the album. So you know what I mean? Like it's not like a yeah. It's not. It was never. They were driving around it like in a van. Like they're in Florida driving to a different part of Florida to play with another Florida band. Like that well, was all. You know?
0: yeah and the re- the reason i wanted the reason i wanted to bring the, all those details up because it's like you know you, they'd look at us and they'd be like why wouldn't you talk about an album like we could listen to and it's like this this shows about what these albums like mean to us and stuff like that so i'm really curious i'll give you my opinion about it later but i'm really curious in reference to you why specifically like this because i saw on the cd it said live on it i think it, it's 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 it might be some like live recording or whatever. So like, give me the backstory and what about this album? Why it like, why it hits with you so hard?
1: Uh, basically, it's it's just the uh, it was kind of like so we the before this we listened to uh, Streetlight Manifesto. Uh, remind me of the name again. I'm sorry, I know you had trouble with the. Remember
0: go it's all i always forget it everything goes, goes or everything went numb. no because the album goes everything, everything goes, goes numb. because in the first song is everything on it is everything went numb
1: right so it, that that was obviously a, a a well a better produced album it's professional it's it's like a more professional album uh I, as far as probably they had a bigger budget uh probably a bigger band i don't know for sure exactly but uh again like with me, a lot of these things do kind of translate from me seeing either the band live or seeing, uh, especially a lot of the albums that we've done on this is albums that remind me of a band that I, I, when I like seeing them live, like something like every time I die with like hot damn, when you suggested that, yeah, that, that was an album that, that perfectly summed up. I felt like, or like gives a really good representation of their live, persona Mm -hmm. uh where and norma Jean, something that i was uh that when i oh god the aftermath when i suggested that one that was like something that uh that i saw them live uh touring that album so that was the connection with this one with this i feel like it's the fact that like i can like i remember like having a this was like one of the first bands i feel like i had a full experience with okay i had uh like, t- I fu- like i fucked all the members yeah oh yeah yeah. i blew them all <laughs> <laughs> in that van andy and they gave me a ride home and i kept my promise no
0: <laughs> they were like pat you don't have to blow us and i said boys 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 i insist
1: <laughs> yeah yeah my treat i uh i i this was a band that like i, I do like, that whole band <laughs> <laughs> Was was definitely before their time. Before I knew what before their time was. Do you know what I mean? Like like okay. I man. like I liked them a lot, and I had no idea like how many boxes they were checking for me. And,
0: and I'm like, sorry, that, that to... maybe
1: maybe they introduced me to like like they melt like this is, wasn't just a normal to me. The Late for Life wasn't just a normal like ska punk band or something like that. It like Streetlight Manifesto. It's something that you can't really define i can't really define exactly what like this at least this album mm-hmm. this, uh, demo possibly or whatever it is like what what really it is like what you can identify them as but it's kind of less than jake it's kind of streetlight manifesto it's kind of like metal like there was
0: one song on there do you remember the band aiden
1: uh yeah yeah they yeah, were yeah, sort of yeah. like i don't
0: know what you would call them but they were sort of like a goth punk band
1: is that the Jesus around you baby baby
0: is that uh, i don't know they had that one song called like die romantic and they had uh i set my friends on fire yeah 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 it's- actually they they there there was another guy who dressed all dark and scary and then fucking ended up doing fucking bad shit to women uh <laughs> but, but um uh what the fuck was i saying about them yeah no there was like one song and it kind of had to do with oh shout out to rookie in the chat uh there was one song that um it was partially because of the guy's voice and then like there, it was a really fast because aiden was like the like i said it was like a goth punk band but they played really fast a la like alkaline trio or old afi yeah and yeah, it was um, it was it was the fact that the song was fast and it kind of sounded like dude. But I was I was because like there's a lot of ska and punk shit on there. But then this shit's reminding me of this like goth emo punk band.
1: Right, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Is like it, it's weird that like like some parts of Streetlight Manifesto. You're like yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, it's kind of like less than Jake. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like this punk band or that's kind of like Suicide Machines. Or, and then like other times you're like, that's kind of like a fucking mariachi band or something. Yeah, yeah. So like, kind of like a fucking, like, I feel like I'm at a, like a Spanish embassy. Do you know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> like Spanish embassy. That's such well, a funny phrase. Like what the fuck is going on here? And <laughs> it just seems so regal and like welcome. Like there's, there's certain, yeah. even in a r- super rough demo like this, it's yeah. like, a, it's a thing where you're like, I, I see like, if you were to try to like not completely recreate that, like obviously you'd have to add a little bit more to it, but like I heard the first demo uh, demo from the fir- or the demo version of the first Billy talent album. And I was like, Holy fuck. It didn't change that much, but enough to where I was like, Oh yeah, this is the same album. Right. Um, so but, same thing. Like I felt like if they, they could have, they, I feel like they could have given it that same treatment. And like, I think that this could have been the, they could have been a really huge band if they would have had the exposure.
0: Um, and like like we were saying before, there are going to be a lot of people who, like, unless we just flat out give them the album, <laughs> which I, I'm still not sure if we can do. Um, but, like, get, give people kind of context of what this band sounds like so they can sort of... Uh,
1: Late for Life is kind of like, uh, again, like it's it's a a ska punk style band uh hold on let me just share it right here Let me. am i allowed to chat yes i am allowed to chat i won't be a jerk or anything andy <laughs> come on now let me chat now come on now yeah there we go all right there's a there's a uh the album uh but it's or the demo <laughs> it's a uh but it, it's it's kind of like it's like Screamo Ska mm. It's Scramo it's mm. like, I think that's the best way to describe it It's Scramo well, I, hate, of, I uh, hate that word
0: So we're going to have to find a different no,
1: one No, 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 you <laughs> gave me the opportunity Andy And I want to thank you first of all for the opportunity But I, I have invented a new genre of music. Hey,
0: hey, hey, your energy Really is storming my emotional uh, Capital and I'm going to need you to
1: Andy, you've got the podium to my heart
0: I am. <laughs> oh, you...
1: <laughs> Give it back, you son of a bitch!
0: No way! I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call the FBI on you.
1: Um, this, this Scramo album is. Uh, it's kind of like. It's one of the best ever Scramo albums to be created because honestly, Andy, it's probably the first one. It might be. What year was it? Uh, again, I think early two thousands. Uh, I would have to say. I'm gonna. I, I guess I could try to. If it's not like, if it's not categorized, I feel like it wouldn't be, I want to say like they're, they got to have a wiki, right? Late. Oh wait, was that it? Late for life. Have a band camp. Okay. So check out late for life's band camp. Late for life believes that human fulfillment cannot be packaged, marketed or, oh boy. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. This might help me. This, this is going to give us a lot, a lot of answers here. A lot of answers that apparently I have blocked out. The, it says they're from San Diego, California, but they, I know that's not true. So let's find. Let's do some little research. Uh, it should not be packaged. Okay. Uh, human fulfillment cannot be packaged, marketed, nor sold. Where the bulk of uh, where the bulk of third wave ska mm-hmm. that brought them uh, together handled safe. Uh, hold on, uh, Safe topics. L. F L implores their listeners to look, uh, hey, you don't read dark. out loud much, do you? Oh, not at all. It's actually really bad. <laughs> it says San Diego, Florida, but there San Diego, uh, California, but there's no way. Hometown right. pride is on here.
0: All right. Why are you, wait, why are you reading their bio?
1: Cause I'm trying to figure out more about them. You, you asked me what, what, uh, year they started, but I don't see it here. Well, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't remember, it's okay. No, no, I can look it up. 2003 it looks like at least yeah i saw that their demo that they have on there has two songs from them so it's probably oh three about so they they apparently don't want all the songs out there but hey screw it they didn't release any other ones like what the fuck that's a really Uh, slow drip over fucking 20 years to release eight (laughs) songs
0: (laughs) You started out like these guys really started my musical journey. And then you're like, yo, look at these Yahoo! Look
1: at their underproduction. <laughs> look at these dumb fucks. I mean, it could be marketed and sold a little bit in 20 years. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they don't like, they don't think music should be marketed and sold. So we can, then we'll not, we'll not,
1: yeah. <laughs> they don't That's want to right. sell their <laughs> shit. We'll just give it to the chat. Links in the chat. Download it there. It's awesome. It sounds really good, uh, but it could be a little bit well more produced. But they are still releasing stuff. So there is some s- music that should be produced, marketed, and sold on Bandcamp. But other than that music, it should not be Rookie,
0: Rookie asked an interesting question because she, she was uh, in the chat. She was asking, like, what's the most basic punk rock stuff? And I think that's interesting because listening to this, that can give more context to the people watching about, like, what these guys sound like because I did – like, this band – like sound wise, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't basic.
1: Yeah. No. Like I said, they're almost their roots. It doesn't even see, I would say they were a ska metal punk band. Do you know what I mean? Like there would be, I would say like, yeah. uh, Ska metal punk band. You know what I mean? Like something like that. You could could say that, but I, I would probably say don't ever. Or maybe scattle punk band. (laughs) (laughs) Skedelunk, <laughs> how about a Skedelunk band? Skedelunk, Skedelunk, Skedelunk. <laughs> we could, we could do that. All right. Okay, we're on the Skedelunk. It's a Skedelunk band from San Diego uh, that I met back in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just get this
0: fucking timeline. You gotta I'm get I'm building it. I'm building get it airtight. All right. This is um, my therapy, guys. This is my therapy. <laughs> also, Rookie's calling me old. I forget what that's in context to, but. Hey, man, you're watch- You're the one watching the old guy, so you're a... thirty five minutes, we talked about Marilyn Manson before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she hopped in too late for that. Okay, okay. Actually, she was bringing up the fucking MGK album, Machine Gun Kelly,
1: where he was, like, writing pop-punk music. Was I ever texting you about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I actually, that's one of those things that, like, when uh, I, like, there was so many uh, words in the sentence that you send me, like, saying, like, Machine Gun Kelly has pretty good pop punk album. I'm like, what the fuck are you? T-? And I was like, yeah, you were. When I put those words together, you were just like, what? what are you talking? What about? the fuck are you saying?
0: I would say for me, um, that uh, Machine Gun Kelly pop punk album he put out is the epitome at my age right now. Because I first started, li- I only started listening to his shit a couple months ago. It is the epitome of a guilt of like the a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's the because it is. I hate because like, I've listened to it so much and I love it so much, but it is this like sort of bubblegum like, It's like if if Machine Gun Kelly was like, I like Blink-182, but in actuality, he only ever listened to all the small things
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: and then wrote, a, wrote an album <laughs> You know the
1: early stuff, all the small things <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: I love all the small things, all the small things and What's My Age Again
1: <laughs> uh, You ever heard of uh, Aliens Exist? <laughs> nope all the small things.
0: <laughs> well at least at least that song's fast as shit. No, it,
1: it's it's like the all-time low thing. It's like, do you like do you like aliens exist? All the all small things? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All, all right, all wait. the small things. what fuck. This, this one is the rock show. No 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 Yeah, yeah. He definitely I remember hearing the I think the single from that album and thinking like, hey, that's pretty like he yeah, that's good. But it's also like <clears throat> If you know how to play... Like, I don't think he played every instrument or anything like that. So, like, if no, if, no, you, t- if you're a fan of pop-punk, it's not that hard to, to... And you know how to play on the instrument that is in pop-punk, you could probably start a pop-punk fan. Pop punk yeah, yeah. Or, or finish a sentence.
0: <laughs> well, it's just, like... It's just such the epitome of, like, bubblegum pop-punk. And, like, yeah. he does... It's like a ve- it has a very like paint by numbers vibe but he just does it in the best way pop. I I feel bad cuz like whenever I describe it I sound like I'm shitting on it. But like I do tr- I l- I've listened to the shit out of it and as a dude growing up listening to like pop punk and shit, I have so much fun listening to it every time. Yeah. Um I wanted to I wanted to bring this up about the Late for Life album, which I Oh yeah, share your yeah, share some of your
1: uh, so uh, I about.
0: went into this with like just you know mid-range expectations i didn't i didn't know anything about these guys so i was just like all right i'll you know i'll see how it is and immediately well for like like you were saying the recording the the audio quality and shit on the album yeah. not that great but the music is good the music is really good and but the fact that i actually was happy that the audio quality wasn't good because it just gave me it's like I got nostalgia for, I got nostalgia over something I've never heard before. Yeah. Because it, cause I grew up, I grew up playing the drums. Like I started, I, I started playing. Well, actually you want to know how I got into playing the drums? Huh. I started in fourth or fifth grade. No, no. Fourth grade was when we all started band. I think like third or fourth grade is when we could be in the school band. And I don't know why, but I picked the saxophone. At that age, something about the saxophone seemed cool. And then I started doing it, and, like, you got to blow a lot of air through it to make any significant sound. All the notes, what?
1: There's a spit valve.
0: Yeah, you got to fucking, you got to lick up that weird piece of wood before you start playing. There's all, all the notes are on different lines. And I remember just, like, I hated it. I hated it. And then, but I still wanted to play music. And I remember seeing the drums. And I was like, I looked at the music for the drums. And I was like, because this was concert band. So I was like, oh, all the notes are on one line. I just got to worry about the rhythm. And then eventually, (laughs) and then eventually, I took up the drum set. And, um, yeah, so I was, you know, I was playing music. I was in my first band when I was in like ninth grade. So throughout high school, I'm going, you know, you're all, everyone's in bands. You're, you're fucking doing your best to make a demo and stuff. And everyone else has their demos. And this just sent me back to when your buddy, like your buddy had his band and he's like, Hey, you should, uh, you want, we, we just recorded our, uh, they'd be like, we just recorded our album and it'd be like on a CDR with like fucking marker on it and shit. Yeah, that's, and, the, that's the
1: kind of feel. Yeah, that's the feel I got. Sorry. Yeah. And
0: then you're and then like you'd you'd listen to it to humor your friend, and then you'd have that moment where you're like, all right, it, it brought me back to that moment where you're expect you're you're doing your friend a favor, you're expecting it to not be that great, and you're like, Oh, this is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. And you get excited because like, you know, growing up in whatever hometown you're in, when like in the music scene like it's fun but at the end of the day like a lot of those bands stink i'll just i'll speak for in like the suburban area of pa i grew up in but like i feel like it's like that for a lot of places where you don't have a strong vibrant like music scene like a lot of the bands more or less kind of stink but it's fun having a music scene so when you actually have you know you think like oh all the good music's just what they do that over there they don't do that around here they do that over there when you finally find that band that like actually makes legitimately good music it feels special it feels like you've got a special thing in your area where it's like one of our bands is like those bands and then it, it becomes a thing where like you see the potential for them to actually like get big and all this stuff and it just reminded me of when you'd be in the music scene and you'd find out that there was actually like legitimately good band and they'd have the shitty audio quality but it would still be
1: like really good fucking music to listen to. Or like when somebody suggests something to you and it's good and you're yeah. like, Oh shit. You're like, it, like, cause that was, that was always the thing was I would make friends with the bands. I would see the bands live, love the songs and everything like that. But since they were, uh, you know, obviously lower or no budgets, usually the, you know, they didn't have a lot of money coming in. They could, didn't have a lot of money and, and the recording, uh wasn't as accessible like everything wasn't as high quality back in that uh time so you did have to pay for professional mixing mastering stuff like that not not there wasn't a lot of people that knew i actually i don't know i don't know if that's just because i know a lot more about it now <laughs> and i'm just like it's not as readily available maybe it's still not i don't know but like oh, literally no. you could have just use your iphone to record a fucking demo and have what it you
0: mean good. mix mix uh uh mastering
1: and shit yeah, like just making making like recording your own music and, and putting it out there it wasn't as readily accessible as like Bandcamp and well and- it all
0: de- it all depends oh yeah no it all depends on like which way you're going
1: right well they, the le- they had uh well they had the ability they had the 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 talent a lot of times but a lot of my favorite songs weren't uh the the songs that they had recorded so i would usually get oh, okay. okay. off because i'd be like Oh, I love this band and I love this uh this song that they do or something like that. And but but they don't have the uh they don't have these or whatever. Like when they handed me yeah. their commo and I was like, cool, thanks. You know, like like you said, hey, thanks a lot, man. It's yeah, almost yeah. VR or something like that. I was a huge fan of theirs. I loved seeing them. They were super nice guys, all this other shit. And then like I go like cool and I get in my car and like I pop it in the thing, and I'm like, holy shit, it's actually the songs that i like that they played you know what i mean yeah. like they were the first ones to actually successfully uh, uh uh intelligently market themselves and they were the they were such a great so that was a great this is this is partially why i picked them was because they were all of those things they were nice guys they played awesome music they had good taste in music they fucking partied afterwards you know like all that all that other fun stuff and then also like looking back at them now, I'm able to still take so much that they were able to learn, like teach me. Like mm-hmm. I was, I could learn from them. Maybe not so much about uh, content output, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, at the time, they had early on such a fucking smart uh, mind for uh, marketing themselves as artists. If anything, so that oh, was okay. the thing. Maybe, maybe that was a thing of like saying, like, no, no, we're gonna represent ourselves, even though it's not gonna be the best quality. These are going to be if you're listening to it, it's undeniable. Like, well, like where you're that, like, these are this guys. These guys would fucking rip live. Well, and I, that kind <laughs> of um, oh,
0: shout out Ron in the chat says I know nothing about scar pop punk. This is all new to me. Well, hopefully, got the link. Hopefully, yeah, check out the link. Hopefully, we're giving you a good a good rundown. Hopefully, we're representing it well. Right. Um, you were you were saying this actually reminds me. It, it, like, what you were saying right there about, like, this might not be the best quality, but, like, the music fucking rips, it just kind of, like, I feel like I can, like, what I try to go, what I try to go for with the shit I do, it's, like, I can relate to it on that level, where especially when I first started, like, I always tell people, not that I'm, like, you know, I wouldn't call myself successful yet, but I definitely am happy with, especially in the past year, I'm definitely happy with uh, my trajectory and stuff like that. And from, like, fucking like day one and i've also just noticed this with successful people in general it's like um <laughs> I it's like yo don't let don't let having all the resources get in your way of starting it yeah you know yeah. what i mean like when i first started a podcast well actually i got lucky when i first started my podcast i was i i used the radio studio at at my college but bro, I was just recording. I remember like, I would do one with my brother. We would just record, we would use our cell phones to record. Cause I was just like, I just gotta, I just gotta do it. And that's the thing. It's like, when you got something and you just gotta do it, Yeah. you know, you don't, you don't just let, you don't look at the fact like, Oh, but I don't have this. I don't have that. It's, you know, if you, if, if you feel like you got something special, you just got to get it out there.
1: Yeah yeah and that's the thing and and i think that this demo was something that was very very special that was this this is a thing that they have um it was a very it's a very i think even now it's still a very it's hard to to find a lot of bands like them
0: can i also say something else too about like the like we were saying about the quality of this the quality of this demo and stuff and how like because this like we said this probably came out between 2000 2003 2004 and and you were saying earlier about how your ability to record things then versus now, how it, it's definitely gotten easier. Me, you and me don't know the details of it, but it's definitely gotten easier. Yeah. And I'm, it's like, this has got me remembering like another thing too. Um, like bands, I bet you bands would just put out shit like this, be going back to like, this is all you could do. Cause yeah. I know for my band uh, when I was in a, um, a band, we were kind of like pop punk, ind- like we 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 um floated around like pop punk indie shit like that. Uh, Tune in Tokyo, and we when we put out an album, it was after because none of us had that much money, and then we av- we we finally made enough money to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars for this album. That doesn't right. sound that doesn't sound professional, professional, but it sounds really good.
1: Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean?
0: And that was in, fuck, I can't remember. I think it it was like the tail end of high school, beginning of college when we did that for me. So it would have been around 08. Yeah. So thinking back to, you know, and and thinking back to like putting something like this out in like 03, if you don't have, if you're not, if you're not, you know, if you don't have the money, you're going to put out something like this. You know what I
1: mean? I think I had the the, similar thing of like, uh, a a three song demo that we probably paid like five hundred dollars for, say, like a thousand. I can't. I, it was it, honestly, it, it sounds weird to say, but somewhere between like five hundred and a thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I can't remember the exact like final cost, but it was something like that to 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 record three, and and not to have them professionally mixed and mastered, like to have them like sweetened, but not completely. And and our drummer was like, oh, I'll 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 finish the mastering, and we're like okay and and they came out pretty good not perfect yeah actually really good i'd say really good not perfect but then we broke up not long after that
0: yeah we did we did five songs it took us like two full days like getting there probably around 9 a.m or so leaving like in sometime around probably like seven or eight at night two full days and then they included like mixing and mastering which they did like you know it, 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 they did like a once or twice over or whatever and that right. ended up being like 750 and like i said it sounded like just below professional in my opinion i was very happy with how it came out
1: yeah i i think that's the thing is like whereas now i personally can record mix master and uh release songs uh yeah. like literally i i have a an electric bass i just need the if i had the other electric instruments i could do it all just right here like sitting right here in this seat and yeah. it's crazy that like it it like i i am like i i am somebody who has been into like at least uh audio recording and and stuff like that since for like like 20 almost 20 years you know what i mean like that this is a thing where like i've i started on a tascam four track audio like a, a like a fucking like walk like a audio cassette recorder, and my buddy and I uh, recorded like I think one or two albums on that, like mm-hmm. just me and him. So it's like really, but again, inspired by somebody like like Dave Grohl in the first Foo Fighters album, like uh, Reggie and the Full Effect, all the all these people that are like solo artists. Like we're like, well, what if, what if we do it as a duo? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like something like that. And and this has that, <clears throat> like so I I have a more sympathetic ear as far as like I can hear. I can hear what you're doing. Like it, it may not yeah. sound it's not perfectly mixed. This this the 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 quality of the audio of this this demo that late for life put out again is not great but the in, the again the again the tone is another mm-hmm. one of those things of like and you had it's so funny cuz you had sympathy uh nostalgia but that's the exact same thing that I had. You know what I mean? Well, like so, yeah.
0: like that's what I wanted to say because I was thinking about it more because I did feel like when I was talking about like the recording thing, I, I was getting off on a tangent and sometimes I forget where I even started, but no, that was that like listening to the reason I brought up like how it was just hard sometimes, like just like you would have these great bands and you just wouldn't have the actual means to record it. So yeah. you you might miss out on some great bands who like broke up before they were able to like, You know, get some money together or whatever. Yeah. And this just, it just gave me these, like, it just, it just took me back to being in a band in fucking high school. Right. And just where you're like, all right, this is all we can do. We have to, we love these songs so much. We have to put these songs out in whatever way possible. And that's what, that's the vibe I really read off of this album. So it really, like, it gave me these great nostalgia vibes of, like, being in a band in high school. Like I told, like I said before it like this 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 album reminded me an album i've never heard of immediately reminded me of like a specific moment in my life and it was pretty this was like this was way more fun of a week than i thought it was gonna be
1: yeah it's it's, it's it and it's and it's good when you have those like listen to my buddy's band and your buddy's band is good mm-hmm. like I, that's always the fun thing like i knew you would enjoy the the music i i didn't know if the quali- the quality would if that message would kind of resonate with you or not but like you had that was a that was a like it's 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 artistically it, it has artistic urgency i think is the best way to put it like you, you have that kind of thing of like we have to get this message out we mm-hmm. have to get these songs out and not only that but also like to be able to capture that was there this is a this makes me uh think because the, i for sure with my uh, at least one of my bands one of the i think it was the last song that we wrote completely through was one of my favorite songs that we ever did and we never got it recorded like i never i don't i don't have a recording of it yeah do you, do you have anything like that like the, the songs that you guys picked, were those like your only five songs or were they your best no no your-
0: we had <sighs> bro we could have probably filled like with all the songs we had written that yeah. never got like we had a bunch of demos so we put out we put out a self-recorded album. That was one of those things like at the time you're like, they're pretty fucking good." You get like yeah. a year or two away from it, you're like, "Oh my." Yeah. We put out one album like that, like a full like probably like 10 to 15 songs. I forget what it was. Then we met a dude. We met a dude who uh told us he'd recorded an EP for us for free. Uh-huh. Which those songs were good, but who he did not know how to mix it and also he left some uh and uh jay who was on the show before he was our lead singer jay's uh, a f- jay's a phenomenal singer but even a phenomenal singer has bad takes and that guy did not check if he left the right takes in the song and there were there was just one or two parts in some songs where i was like he didn't like he fucked yeah. the note up why did you leave that in why it did was- you
1: there there was something like that with like the like one of the first bands i was the first band that we had uh, like recordings of our albums and stuff like our songs and stuff like that and uh, it was it was almost the same thing but it was almost like why did you stop at that take why did you think that yeah. was okay because we didn't have the luxury of of editing necessarily mm-hmm. we had more it was more of a let's try to get all of these tracks in one take
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: like, so we, we all had as a band like we brought it inside to try to do like vocals and like that's what I was saying is if I basically my my knowledge of wanting to learn audio production and, and sound design and all that stuff was came from me experiencing firsthand someone's total lack of knowledge or uh, oh, and, and having all of the equipment and then mm. me going like okay well then I'm going to figure this out and like it, it just became that kind of thing and that's it brought me literally up to to streaming and podcasting today like everything I do like I want to start a fucking band again I want to get other albums and shit like there's so many other things that like I have so many other I the knowledge that I have and like how hard I remember it being back then yeah like, record like you said literally like, I gotta get this fucking message out and again yeah you'll listen to it later on and go this is terrible or oh that's not really that good at all but there was a song that I recorded in a garage that it was like a three-piece metal band that I was in that I recorded all by myself. Like I was the engineer. I recorded, mixed, and mastered it all with one fucking microphone. This mm. Shure SM57 that I had, I recorded all of it with one microphone and the end product came out so fucking good that I, re- I revisit it every once in a while and that fucking still inspires me. Mm. We don't have any lyrics to it. We just It's just vocals, but it sounds so fucking good for, for how minimalistic it was. It's like one of those things that like that kind of, it's weird. Like, again, like you said, like this thing can remind you of something else like that can motivate me to like, you know, go edit that podcast. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) pretty cool. I, uh, wait,
0: what was I going to say? No, dude. It's like, it's so much easier. I mean, I don't know. I can't tell. Well, it's definitely easier, but there are, I definitely do realize that like the older I am now, I think I know a little bit more about audio recording. So there's probably stuff back then that I didn't, uh, I didn't learn, but I, I feel, or I didn't know that I didn't realize I could have been doing. I think the difference is everything's, it's not like there's this magical thing that just like, oh, this like it's, there's just better microphones to record drums now, or there's better. I just think it's all cheaper. Cause I was thinking like, You can just easily get a rig to plug in your guitar into your computer and then you just have every amp and it's easy to record guitar that way. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, no, you had that back in the day because that's how we recorded guitar in 08 for our EP we put out. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't like I could reasonably purchase that now just as a dude with a normal job.
1: Yeah, 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 that's in oh,
0: in 08 I couldn't do that.
1: Right. Yeah, only and only certain people knew about it and also there wasn't as many options. Like you can go like oh there's there's pro tools but then there's also like garage band. And like if it's for the most part if, if if you get a good enough like initial recording and you're good enough at editing. Like that's the thing is like uh, is is a lot of times there can be trial and error and a lot of times you can realize like sometimes there's just talent in editing like sometimes the art that I learned I think that's the thing I learned that uh from when I used to even when I went to school literally to an arts college for Mm -hmm. art uh, like music production I still didn't even realize that editing was an art form at that time I I, like I didn't even get that till probably last year where I was like holy shit like there's something in this too so like you know what I mean like so even with like the even with the best possible takes it's like with the even like i said even something like this demo for late for life you can listen to it and go like yeah i can hear all the parts maybe it's not perfectly mixed maybe they're not the best recordings of it but like the like they all they didn't fuck up their parts and it sounds fucking great like it sounds it kind of just sounds like a a pretty good live recording of them
0: yeah it sounded you know, like well at, f- at first i thought you know like when they go on uh those college shows and just play live it sounded like that yeah um the fuck else was i gonna say i don't remember oh you were saying about like the art of editing Mm -hmm. that's when I, i that just reminds me one time i had a revelation watching a fucking movie it was probably like an action movie and you realize like i was i was watching one part and like you just hear the music and then how like how everything's cutting real quick yeah. and all this other shit and then it kind of like you know how like every action movie is in front of a green screen basically now for most of the stunts and stuff yeah, yeah and you yeah. realize it hits you and you go oh wait a
1: minute actors get way too much credit sometimes <laughs> a lot of times and that and that's the thing It's like that's the weirdest uh it's it's like uh dave Grohl. dave Grohl's a one a person that i'm like i like i love dave Grohl as a musician and yeah I, as an artist i think he's great but i like there's a lot of times where i'm like is he a good singer or not because <laughs> i've heard him lots of times is he i i don't listen to him enough to notice that exactly and that's the thing it's like one of those things where like he everybody goes like he's a great rock star he's an amazing rocker you know what i mean like it's like one of those things of like yeah but he's a lead singer also right
0: yeah yo can i tell you my version of that with dave Grohl? Huh. it's like just growing up being a drummer and like he's not a bad drummer He's a great drummer what are you talking about well <laughs> dude he's a great drummer what are
1: you talking about
0: no he is he is a great drummer but he's not like
1: he's not the greatest drummer i guess but he's well, no like people
0: i i just i get snobby as a drummer and people always categorize dave Grohl as this like he's one of the greatest rock drummers to do it and i'm like he's good but there's he, a lot but like nothing about as a drummer nothing about dave Grohl's drumming like I've never watched it and gone, holy fucking shit.
1: I'm not, I mean, hey, we're co hosts. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not versus each other here. You know what I mean? You're not my enemy, but name a better drummer than Dave Grohl. Are you kidding me? A more entertaining drummer than Dave Grohl. Oh, you fucking changed it real quick either one a better or that's what i'm saying though is like that's you need all you need all aspects of that thing if he's saying he's one of the greatest to ever do it in rock music you need all aspects yeah you got slipknot they're great but slipknot the their drummer he's fucking mr autism no no fucking eye contact back there you know what i mean he's just head down and then dave Grohl sitting there going you over there Like, he's fucking Max Weinberg, but he's got the metal edge. I'm telling you, Dave Grohl's not that bad. I didn't say it was bad. That's the name of this episode. Dave Grohl's not that bad. Dave Grohl's not that bad. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm I'm still waiting, by the way. I know I did that whole time after I asked you. (laughs) We
0: got Ron in the chat. Danny Carey. Wait, which one's Danny Carey? Nobody
1: fucking knows who Danny Carey is. Come on. All right. Is it a fucking popularity <laughs> contest, Pat? Because you're moving the guy. You're Grohl talking bro. about the best to do it in rock music. You got to be able to picture him, I would think. He said the guy from Mars Volta. He's a better drummer.
0: bro. Wow, no, there's no. so many better drummer. And hey, here's the thing. He's I don't think he's falling down the whole time. I don't get anything out. of. I'm not shitting on Dave Grohl. I just as a drummer, people always like overhyped. How fucking crazy of a drummer Dave Grohl is. He's a good drummer. He
1: does the he does the job. But like, I've never gotten my mind blown watching Dave Grohl. You know when you go to stand up and you trip over the one of the pedals and you like you hit the like you kind of hit the toms with the sticks and you like <laughs> brace yourself. That's what the drummer from Mars Volta sounds like over and over again. You <laughs> knock <laughs> it off.
0: You knock it off, Pat. are immensely talented. You're being silly.
1: Just being a silly, silly boy. Just join Dillinger and get over yourself, you fucking pussy. Add some distortion to your guitars and be Dillinger if you want. But if you're too scared to do it, quit trying. I will, say, I will say, right I will say, Mars Volta. I like Mars Volta, but they they get do
0: to the point. Of- Sorry,
1: not you, sorry. Mars Volta, get to the point. You have fourteen minute songs. Oh, fucking! Don't cut
0: me. You you all cut right. me off from a from a point that you were going to agree with. I apologize. They do have filler. They got a lot of filler. Lots of it. They could absolutely get to the point more often.
1: They're all filler, no killer.
0: <laughs> um, but no, there's a bunch of drummers. There's a you bunch like of drummers that? better than Dave Grohl. Fucking John Bonham, the guy from uh, Protest Dead. the hero.
1: Dead. <laughs> I killed him. Sorry, I don't know if you knew that. I killed the guy from Zero. I just killed him. Just killed him. Not it hasn't hit the news yet.
0: I don't like every metal drummer. I don't know. Is Are we gonna do this? Uh, um, who's the dude from the police? Dude. He's pretty dirty. No, although they, he's really bad at uh, tempo. David.
1: Wait, wait. The guy from. Oh, the,
0: the police. No, I read this article about him in Modern Drummer. It was so funny because they tried to like they tried to make it akin to like his style of yeah. like. Of like, yeah, you start one song at one tempo and go faster. And I'm like, no, he's just he's bad at tempo. Like yeah, it's just, not like a it's not a personality. He's just
1: not good at tempo. You just mean he's the least effective drummer of all time? <laughs> he can't keep the time <laughs> of the beat? Well no, he's really talented. He's just bad at tempo. <laughs> oh, okay. So the worst fucking drummer you could have in <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, you need you need somebody to keep the tempo. No,
0: Usually, percussion. No, no. He gets he gets progressively faster in every song, like every drummer,
1: like every but like every punk band.
0: But the art the article the fucking article I was reading was trying to like just fucking suck him off. Yeah. And there was just like they're trying to be like, no, 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 that's like on purpose because of this, this, and that. And you're like, no, he's like, just say he's not good at keeping a tempo.
1: Also, I think his name is Stuart Copeland, I believe. Yes. Stuart Copeland, uh, Neil Pert. Pert's better than Dave Grohl. Uh, uh, there's uh, Phil. Phil, no, what's his name? Who's the guy from uh, Slayer? They all can do cool tricks, but like the guy, the drummer from Slayer. Are you I just being
0: like, who's the drummer that'd be most entertaining on Jimmy Fallon? Like, i sure. just saying, like,
1: if you're saying, like, if 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 I guess if you're gonna argue the point that Dave Grohl is one of the best rock drummers to do it, that's that's the argument where I say like, I don't know why he's not up there with them. That's what I'm saying like I, I don't think i think they all have their strengths and weaknesses and i think he has a lot more he can play metal he can play rock he can play bullshit rock he can Well play- I'll, I'll put it this way
0: by the way ron had a hilarious comment about mars volta he yeah. just said a lot of killer but very reasonable amount of oh a lot of filler but a very reasonable amount of killer
1: mars volta <laughs> yeah. Uh oh and it, manchild said the one arm drummer from death leopard oh, wait so you did you not hear my joke when i made that I said, I said all. I said all filler, no killer. No, he said. But Ron said a very reasonable amount of killer. Oh, so you just agree with him more? Okay. You know what? Why don't we do? What about with Ron and Andy? <laughs> That's not Ron. And guess what? Dickhead's not Andy either. Okay. Did you not, did you not hear the new? <laughs> did you get the memo on the 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 host shift? Oh, just because I kill one or two fucking rock drummers, all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm going to jail.
0: Oh, I kill a rock drummer face. and storm the Capitol. I get off the show, oh, man. Um, wait, what were we just saying before that?
1: What were you saying oh. about Dave? Grohl? No, here's Dave Grohl's. I don't know why he's not in that conversation. That's what I'm saying. It's like, he's loud and he
0: plays. Okay. Phil's
1: he's just loud. I don't know, man. I really like him in them crooked vultures as the drummer. I think he's an excellent fucking drummer in that band. I think he's, a uh, uh, he's, uh, uh innovative in queens of the stone age i think he's their he's their studio drummer most of the time right i'm not saying he's a bad drummer i'm just saying people <laughs> equate him to being
0: like an iconic drummer just because he's like he's
1: popular because he's a good personality actually you know what uh who's the who's the bass player of led zeppelin what was his name again flea flea, flea. right hold on <laughs> uh less claypool no You're just naming bass players for Led Zeppelin. I don't know if I spelled Zeppelin right. Nope. John Paul Jones. So Bonham. John Paul Jones on Dave Grohl. Because John Paul Jones has played with one of the other people that you mentioned.
0: Oh, yeah. He was in the... um...
1: He was in Led Zeppelin here wait before okay so we can keep talking about this but on working with john oh no it's the other way around never mind sorry (laughs) sorry go ahead i I was making the wrong point
0: no i was gonna say we're gonna talk ourselves in circles i want to wrap up the actual youtube video portion
1: of this Uh, learn to fly is your suggestion right (laughs) that song over and over again
0: uh uh Nirvana unplugged because there's no <laughs> Dave Grohl. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> I feel bad too because I genuinely like love Dave Grohl. I wanna yeah. I wanna if I got to see him I would like to fucking <laughs> be like, did you see that? Did you see that fucking podcast I did? No? Cool. Good. <laughs> I'll be uh, too uh,
1: honest. So so I was uh, so I obviously I, I shared uh, this band with you I, I I suggested this one last week and we enjoyed it all week got to talk about it tonight, but Andy I have to ask you, what about next week? Well, for next week, so listening to this album, I almost instant I knew I wanted to bring up this
0: album for a week for at some point, but like listening to this one, I like this one is felt like the right week, just because we're gonna keep it. This is going to be big. Three weeks in a row. We're going to keep it. I'm not going to say we're going to keep it ska, but we're still going to be in the ska ballpark. Because this band, uh, not, not like a direct parallel of sound, but a lot of things about Late for Life reminded me of this band that I'm going to bring up. Just because they're very... They're one of those bands that, like, are very intentional on meshing genres. So they take stuff like ska, screamo, emo, punk, hardcore, and very, you know, very distinct genres and mesh them all together. And so when I listened to Late for Life, I immediately thought of this band. And also similar to, like, you were saying, you know, you growing up, a re- like, this was, like, your early stages of getting into music and stuff like that. Of like developing the sound that you like to listen to. So and that was a very similar thing for me with this band. And I don't I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of them because most people haven't heard of them. But they're called uh they're called uh Daily's Gone Wrong. And the album is what the fuck's the album? Exit Where You Belong.
1: Daily's Gone Wrong?
0: Yeah, D A L Y. I always said dally's but I'm like, wait a minute. I think it's Dailies. Yeah. Or D- yeah, whatever. Daily's exactly. gone wrong, Ex- exit where you belong. This album came out in 09. Um Yeah. Wait, when did I start listening? No, it didn't come out in 09. I think they just posted it on Spotify in 09. Okay, yeah. No, cuz I remember I graduated high school in 08 and I remember listening to this like sophomore year of high school. So their yeah. Spotify dates aren't 100% right. Come on, Spotify dates. <laughs> but yeah, this was just um this was a band. This was like this was cool for me cuz they were like my very first like only I know about this band. Yeah, yeah. Literally only and to this day only I know about this cuz they know, like I don't think I've heard of them. They're very they're very very talented um very good band. They just never for one reason or another they never popped off. Yeah. And uh so like the the whole time knowing them, they were like the only the band I I only I knew. And when I started listening to them, and it was it was cool, too, because it was a band that wasn't, like... Like, it was, a, like, especially their drummer had a very uh, big influence on the way I play the drums. Like, whenever I would play the drums, there'd be certain type of fills that I would... If you asked me about them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that... F- like, that... The way I do that fill is because I listened to Daily's Gone Wrong so much when I was in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit like that. So this band, it was, like, a small band, and... You know, I didn't get swept up in them because they were like, oh, my God, so fucking popular. They just were so, in my opinion, so the sound of them was so fucking good that it just I couldn't help but be overly influenced by them. So, mm. yeah, exit mm. where you belong. Daily's gone wrong. I'm very excited to check this out.
1: I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it next week. And uh, I hope that uh, I hope that if Late for Life is watching right now, uh, put out more stuff. Yo, oh, that was the funny thing. They literally
0: just did. Yeah. I mean, but more. They put two songs. No, it's just the funniest thing. It's yeah. like, there's no activity from this band, really. And then the week, like a couple days before when we do the episode about them, they put out two songs. And I'm yeah, like, that's fucking hilarious.
1: Keep going, guys. Like you, There's a, a huge gap from 2003 to 2000 and like, I think, 19, 20, and now 21. Let's keep putting shit out, guys. Keep it up. Keep up the good work, guys. Fuck yeah. Check them out. Thank you, everyone
0: on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. We love you. Bye-bye.